First, I do think I want to pray for the world, okay? I'd just like to take a moment. Is that okay? And I'm going to use the words written by a, um, uh, a, actually a friend, a friend of mine um, who's, whose theology is very sound on this. Um, so thank you, Laurie, for this. Do you want to just, just, just pray? I'm going to read these words, which came out to us all this week, but I think they really capture it, really. And we say in that email, we do the first work in the heavenlies as we pray, and we will see peace manifest on earth. So, God, we come to you now with our spiritual eyes open to pray for our world, but particularly for the stuff happening in Ukraine. We're going to, the email says, please pray for Ukraine. And it says, we'll pray for the believers in those countries to hold firm to faith and trust Father God with all things. Just hold that phrase. Pray for that. Pray for Ukraine and for Russia, for all believers in those countries to hold firm to faith and trust Father God. And pray for peace. Hold that. Pray that the peace all believers carry will manifest through them and permeate through that situation and the whole planet. Father, we pray that the peace that all believers carry will be manifest and through us and through them permeate the planet. We call forth the peace of God and that all the forces of the enemy, all the forces of evil, intent on destruction, death, fear, and crippling fear will be vanquished. And we pray this in the name of of our Lord Jesus. And the people said, Amen. Amen. Can we have the Hebrews 11 thing on screen? Good. Excellent. Uh, so this is our text this morning. You can probably read it together with me. I don't know how old you've got to be to read these words, um, but probably fairly straightforward words. It's, it says Abraham. The big word with that is Abraham. Okay, so together, by faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as an inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. And that's the thing this morning. It's about faith of obedience. Last week, I think, I wasn't actually in last week, but I haven't listened to the, the, the thing, the, the uh, tape, the recording, that's the word. Uh, Wendy said, half obedience is not obedience. Remember that? Okay. And it comes, but this morning, I'm going to have some color on that, I think. I think there's some, some detail on that, on what, that Abraham's story teaches us. Because Abraham's story is not straightforward, like most people's lives aren't following Jesus. So we're going to try and half act it out. And when we start this story, uh, we first meet Abraham. He's not called Abraham. He's called Abraham. Most people have a name that gets shortened. What's my real name? Good. What does everyone call me? Correct. If you call me Christopher, it's still... <laughs> sir. Who said sir? <laughs> Actually... Actually, largely at school, I get called CC, not Sir, actually. But that's better or worse. But anyway, um, I don't know. So whenever you... My mum used to call me Christopher when I was naughty. Who's got a name that's, that's long and gets shortened? 
Put your hand up. What is it? Catherine to Cathy. Catherine to Cathy, okay. Has anyone got a short name that gets lengthened? So their real name is a short name, but they call something else. Ruth, what are you called? Ruthie, yes, yeah, true, actually. Yeah. Ruthie, also Ruthie, yeah, yeah. But that's unusual, isn't it? Most people get the name shortened. Do you have a, do you have a name that's lengthened as well? Sorry, I have a hand over here. Did you have a name that's lengthened or not? You wave your hand at me or not? No, okay. Okay. Abraham, his original name was Abraham, which is quite hard to say. Right, so when we're going to meet him in the story, he's called Abraham. I need someone to be Abraham in a minute, and that's a good role. That's a hero role. I don't care how old this person is. All you got to do is be Abraham, hand out the sweets. I mean, stuff, and walk around the room. Okay. Uh, so I thought Dave's volunteering. No. <laughs> okay, fine. So, so. <laughs> you can come down to the current here, mate. The current behind you if you want to. Um, I've set Dave up actually to be the baddie. Say, he's not. He's not actually that bad. A baddie, really. Uh, and and Abraham, we meet him. He's in a place called, <laughs> right? Which is in a place called Mesopotamia. I, I didn't write Mesopotamia because I can't spell it. I can spell Ur, that's okay. And it's like a big city. It's like a happy, cheerful place. It's a place where people enjoy themselves. There's food. So I need, if you're young, if you're under, well, I don't know, if you count yourself a child or you're David or Bethany, <laughs> if you're under eight, if you're under 18, you're welcome. If you're under 11, please do come. Come, come and join me in Ur of the Chaldees. Come on, come on. Just come out and bring. David and Bethany with you. And Becky's coming too, I think. Come and have a chair. I have a seat. Come and join me. And come and join me. Sit down. Sit down, first of all. Sit on the mat. You can sit on the mat as well if you like. Come around. Just come out, guys. Just come. Just come out. <coughs> Just come out. Hello. Parents come too. Parents come too if you want to. That's absolutely fine. Parents come too. <coughs> now, we have to... So, I don't know... I don't know if you know these people. Some of the adults can tell me. So the, the, the oldest person, who's the oldest person? Don't, not me. Who's the oldest person here? I don't know, it might be quite close that between Joe and David. <laughs> Do you like to arm wrestle for this or not? No, okay. So this, we're going to choose this one here. This is going to be a bloke called Terror. Say it. Terror. Not, not, not terror, as in, ah. But you can say that if you like. Say terror. Terror. Ah! Okay. Uh, whenever we mention terror, you've got to say, ah! Try it. Terror. We learn, those who are into biblical theology here, we learn from Joshua 24, I think verse 12 or something, brother, that terror worshipped the moon god. Terror was part of the culture he was in. He's not a follower of Jesus, okay? You, you missed, uh, several times there I said the name, terror. Oh. Let's slow on this. Was not a follower of Jesus, of our God. He was a worshiper of the moon god. Now, he had two kids. Uh, so who wants, to be the, who wants to be the hero here? Me. <laughs> Zach, that was a little bit premature. You're Abraham, okay? Abraham is... So when we say Abraham, we do this, okay? Okay, Abraham. And Abraham had, had a brother, and his brother's name... Is a guy called, and he's that sort. Here you go. Yeah, what's your name? Oscar. 
Oscar's Nahor. Now, he's actually, he actually appears in the story later because he's important in terms of having kids for Isaac to marry, but that's later on, okay? So Nahor's just, a, so you're his brother, okay? Brothers, brothers. By the way, have we had a sweet year or not? Can, can you hand me some sweets, Ron? Okay, this is, this is the flesh pots of, of Mesopotamia, okay? And te terror is going to hand some sweets around there. Take these, go for yourself, whatever you want. There's, 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 there's quite a few. Uh, just take one for the moment, but take whatever you like. Now, uh, we also need someone to be Lot. Who's going to be Lot? Anyone want to be Lot? Could be Lot for me? Now, you are Abraham, uh, nephew. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, get right. Whew. But you're not anyone's son because your dad's dead. But that's sad. But there we go. And we then need some. Some. We need to have Nahor's wife. Becky can be Nahor's wife. Milka. I'm not giving. They haven't got symbols. And someone's going to be. Yeah, but to adults, know what Abraham's wife's called? Sarai. Spelt rather weirdly. Who'd like? Would it be Sarah? For me. There you go. There you go. So here's our family. And they've got lots of servants and, and they've got people like David who's basically here to do hard work stuff, okay? Okay? You're, can you do some hard work, like clean out the pigs or move the sheep or something? Rather? Okay. Uh, and the family are in... Now, we learn from Acts when Stephen's speaking to the Sanhedrin that Abraham, Abraham got a call... He heard God call him to leave where he was and go out. And, and I, it's hard, hard to be exactly sure. But what happens isn't Abraham by himself goes off. The whole family go. But they don't know where they're going, really. Now, when you're going on a trip, guys, what do you need to know where to go? How do you work out where to go somewhere? Google Maps. Maps, exactly. Yeah, Google Maps. <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking... Actually, <laughs> it's really weird, isn't it? It's not, I mean, it's not like, it's, we're talking, what, 4,000 years ago, but actually it's only about, well, how long since Google Maps came on the scene? Is it about 10, 12 years, is it? I mean, you know, if I asked this question 15 years ago, we wouldn't have had that. And how many of you now only navigate by a phone on your, on your dashboard? I mean, it's sad. Anyway, we have a map. Don't worry, I have a map. It's an old-fashioned paper map. <coughs> Here's the map. Of where we've got to go. What's wrong with that? <laughs> What's wrong with that map? It's blank. Yeah, That's why we're taking Lot with us, because he asked those sensible questions. Okay. On the other side. You see, the point is that Abraham didn't know where he was going. It appears to have got called out, but doesn't tell where he's going to go. And that's partly why his faith is so amazing. Because he leaves, he's going to leave everything he knows. He's going to leave this lovely city full of the sweets. Well, time to have the sweet yet or not? Another sweet or not? Go on, no, go, 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 another sweet. When we go, mate, there are no sweets, okay? Go have them here, because they're going to leave the place of and going off somewhere. And Terah's going. And Abraham's going. And also the ones we don't name, like Not, sorry, Lot and Nahor and the wives, Milka and Sarah. And the whole family and the, and the, and the, and the hard labor's going as well. 
and they set off. But it's clear from Genesis um, 12, 11, 12, end of chapter 11, that Terah is still with the family. Now, I want to say, just sort of in terms of what I think God's saying to us, often God's call's clear, but sometimes it's not clear what the timing is for that. There'll be a time for Abraham to break all the links. But his first move is with his family. He leaves the city where actually it's all very comfortable, and he goes off, but he doesn't go without his family. I don't know whether quite, there's no judgment on that in the, in the Bible. It's clear what happens. And sometimes I think when God gives us a clear message, what we're going to do, sometimes they start off from circumstances and we go some way without a clean break. And that's sometimes not wrong. Sometimes God is very gracious when he calls us to break and move after things, to walk with us. And I totally take what Wendy says, and I want to reaffirm it, that if you, God's told you to do something, you don't do it, it's disobedience. If you only half do it, it's disobedience. But sometimes our guidance and what we hear God say knows the direction I've got to get out of her, but not the detail of how it goes. And there's no judgment ever, in the, as far as I can tell, in any of the text that Abraham heard a call in Ur. Sorry, Abraham heard a call in Ur. And the family said, we're off. Stand up. You may want to take a sweep with you. It's going to be a long walk. Okay, no sweets left. You may want to take. Now, what do you take with you on a long walk? You need a rucksack. That's what you need. David, rucksack. Uh, can we put all the sweets back in the rucksack, please? Put all the sweets back in the rucksack. Uh, okay, uh, we might need a tent. David, put that in the rucksack too. Put it all in. We're going to go for a long walk, okay? We'll go for, chuck it all in. Or make some of it. Uh, we might need to take. What, do you rest, what else do you think we need for a long walk? Water. More sweets. Uh, <laughs> More sweets. David, we might want... We, the map, yeah, exactly. We might want a chair. Can you bring the chair too, please? Put that on your back. That's a good lad. Okay, and off we go now. So where should we go? So what they did was, come on. So they set off on a march. Um, they set off. Oh, it's fine. They haven't been invented yet. It's 4,000 years. Yeah, come on. It was a bit. They went the easy way. And they came to a place called Congregation Turn Round. They came to a place called Haran. And bands, you need to go back to the back. Uh, Laurie, I need you back in a minute for the marching song. Laurie, that's it. Uh, come up. Oh, David, don't leave the chair. That was a bit ridiculous. <laughs> now. Now, they got to Haran, and Haran is sort of still a place where they worship the moon god. So, Terah was still in the sort of culture and the context which they'd left. It's not such a big place. It's not such a nice place, possibly. It's a bit little. And Nahor's going to live here. Where's Nahor? Where's Nahor gone? And Milka. Nahor, Nahor, Nahor. Where are you gone, Nahor? I've lost you. Oh, there he is. Oscar, stop killing your brother. Good lad. Uh, so, uh, Nahor and Milka are going to stay here, okay? Terror dies. Oh, that was spectacular. That's really good. Because <laughs> he's quite old. But when they're in Haran, it's clear that God spoke again to Abram. And he says, 
the thing that we get here in, in Hebrews. That he's told to come out, leave his people, everything he knows, and go. And again, he hasn't really got a map. He doesn't quite know where he's going. So team, we'll leave Terra here, okay? And Nahor and Milka are going to stay here too. But we're all going to go that way. Follow that boy. Because when you're here, we don't want to go back to Ur. Where's the Ur sign gone? Oh, never mind. Ur's died. We don't want to go back to there. We, we want, but where else can we go? We can't go that way. No, not easy. There's a wall, mate. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, one of these, it's one of these sort of things I've learned in my life. Walk through walls. When you walk through walls, you tend to lose, okay? Okay. Uh, and we're going to sing a song that involves, helps us marching. What's the song I've forgotten? Step by step. Okay, so as they sing the song, we're going to sing too. We're going to march, okay? Right, Laurie, over to you. Stand up, congregation, if you want. Part two coming, don't worry, we're not finished yet. Yeah, you may sit down. Slave, sit down. So, wait, won't help. Can we say that or not? Canaan. Canaan. Okay. Now, at the time, as far as I can tell, sorry, at the time, as far as I can tell, there was not much here. You see, in Ur of the Chaldees, in, in Ur, there was like houses and coffee shops and places you get your nails done and stuff. Uh, but in Canaan, there's not much at all. There's like just, well, actually, it's quite a nice land, isn't it? It's quite comfortable. Where's the tent? You get a tent out, Dave. You get a tent up. Because Abraham's going to have to live in a tent. Uh, who likes living in a tent? Yeah, most people don't. Most people, in, and my wife is about the foremost of the tent lot livers. Okay, keep going. I don't know how far we'll get, we'll see. Uh, and you might just throw it as a cover somewhere or other. Okay, Abraham is a hero of faith because at the time he leaves, he's only got spiritual promises. God's promised him loads of stuff, but it's all in the future. He's promised he'll give him an inheritance, but at the time he's got nothing. God's promised him that he'll have a make make his make bless a whole world through him, but at the time, nothing. Abraham is an example of faith because he obeys what God tells him, despite the fact there's no physical evidence, and there's not really any. By the time he gets to Canaan, either. He's left everything that's familiar to him, everything that gave him security, because his security was in Father God. Right? And, and that is an amazing thing. And that's why Hebrews, I think, picks up this man. You've missed the cues. Abraham, good lad. Because Abraham is a great example of someone who hears God, and obeys. But the, he has to believe spiritually. He has to believe that God is going to do what he says he's going to do. He has to believe that God will honour those promises. He's got great promises, but they're all future promises. There's like nothing now to be secure about. That, I think, is what Hebrews 11, 7 to 8 teaches. Does that make sense? But I do want to say that God is very gracious. Abraham's story is quite a long time, and he wobbles a bit in the way. How are we doing? Okay, then now, so, so uh, yeah, maybe this has gone far enough, do you think? Should we stop at this point? Let's stop at this point, actually, because otherwise someone's going to start banging pegs into the spinny floor, and that won't go well, all right? But Abraham's going to live in a, uh, and for a while he's going to live literally in a tent. Let's pray. Let's pray.
Let's pray. Father, I just want to pray for all of us, youngest to oldest, including Ian who's not here. Father, I want to pray that as we see what you're calling us to do, we've got the courage to do it. Father, pray also, like Abraham, we'd see spiritually, we'd hear your promises. We've got amazing promises in Jesus. And we'd see those promises, even when it's not obvious on the ground what you're doing. We want to hold on to those promises. Guys, if there's something you know, a prophecy, a word that you've been given, just take it and hold it. Or a promise of scripture. Jesus says, I'll never leave nor forsake you. Some people, maybe this morning, feel a bit lonely. But Jesus promises, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Some people this morning, life looks a bit difficult, chaotic. But Jesus says, my peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Father, we want to stand in your promises. We want to be children of Abraham in the real sense of the word, that we trust your word and we follow your word. And the people said...